Greetings, Mary Meet. Welcome to our little cottage in the forest of the internet. You're listening to Country Dwellers Podcast with Marilyn and Runa. Walk with us on our path as we illuminate spirituality from the pagan perspective. Country Dwellers listeners, this is Runa, and with me today is the wonderful Pacific Northwest priestess. I'm a high priestess, motherfucker. Sorry. (laughs) Forgive me, your highness. (laughs) I've recently discovered that people take those titles very fucking seriously. I'm just a hedgerow. <laughs> hey, everybody. It's Marilyn. And I am Runa, like I said. Welcome back. And we hope that today's podcast brings you some joy and information and some kind of guidance and direction. Yeah, definitely some guidance and direction to some wicked fun. <laughs> Let's pull a tarot card, you. <laughs> some wicked, wicked fun. Shuffle these really well here. Let's see. We are today in Waxing Gibbous, our beautiful pregnant moon in the sign of the very emotional, divine, feminine, intuitive Pisces. Wow. Talk about feeling amorous right now. I don't know, but when I was pregnant, I was pretty amorous and really fucking emotional. Mm. You never knew what was going to come out of me, to be quite honest with you. I'm sure Babe was totally scared, like all the time. (laughs) All right, so today for our wonderful tarot card, we have a mixture of fire and water here. Moon being our water, and the six of wands being our fire, Mm. which can create an amazingly steamy aspect Mm -hmm. so you can still have that wicked wicked fun Mm -hmm. so if you are feeling amorous if you are feeling romantic and a little bit magical with that divine feminine coming in with the water sign moon Mm -hmm. hook into this tarot card this week six of wands six of wands talks about being adored the mm-hmm. feeling of being put on a pedestal. The feeling of being noticed. Mm-hmm. The feeling of feeling proud of yourself for the accomplishments creatively, um, manifesting-wise, things like that, that that you have come into. So if you have a wonderful partner that wants to dote on you this week, Please let them. Let oh, them. I always let them. Let them love. <laughs> let them love and devour you. Let them put you up on that pedestal. Do not shy away from that attention. Let them do this for you. This is their way of showing you affection and love. Mm-hmm. If things get a little steamy in the bedroom, let it. Oh my God, have freaking fun with it. Are you kidding me? Take a nice hot bath tonight wash each other love one another and then go and have great sex really hook into one another intuitively while Mm -hmm. you're doing it it's a wonderful time for it especially with the growing magic of the moon so six of wands 
Embrace the feeling of being adored. There's nothing wrong with being on that pedestal and being in the spotlight. Let your ego be embraced at that time. Let your confidence take hold and just go with it like the ocean. Flow with the water. How's that? Sounds great. Awesome. Let's have fun with that. Let's really have fun with that. Dress up. Be sexy. I mean, fuck, we're going around Halloween. <laughs> Why not? Full moon is Why just not? a few days yeah, away. Full moon is on babe's birthday. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> and I believe it's a blood moon. I want to say it's a blood moon. I'm not sure. I need to check more into that. I think I read somewhere that it's going to be a blood moon or something, but I need to check more into that. But have fun with this moon. Have, And I, I really want to remind people to really have fun with these moons all throughout the month because this is fucking October. Have fun. This is New Year. Have a good time. It's fun, mm-hmm. fun, fun. All right? Yes. All right, so we want to talk about our ancestors. Yes. Today. Mm-hmm. What do we want to talk about? How to connect with them? How to call them in? How it affects your energy? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Whether you descend from a line of witches or not? Mm-hmm. 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 For sure. It's the hunter's moon. Oh, the, the hunter's 24th. moon. Oh, well, that makes complete sense. Hello. Mm-hmm. I love it. He mm-hmm. is a hunter. Mm-hmm. And I have a hunter. Mm-hmm. So that's great. <laughs> All right. In so... Taurus. Woohoo! Get yeah. out of Pisces already. <laughs> you know what? Just because you are already a water sign and then double water comes in and you're like, oh my fuck, I'm drowning. You know what? You just need to embrace (laughs) those wonderful emotions that you carry within you and lie, envision yourself lying on the beach naked under the full moon Mm. and just embrace it. Embrace the healing aspect of it. Come on, Scorpio. You got this. I have faith. (laughs) 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 All right. Let's talk about our ancestors. Yes. So one facet of ancestry is talking about descending from a line of, what's the word I'm looking for? Magic? Yeah, a line of magic. Spirituality? Sight, what have you. Mm-hmm. There's there's that aspect, but not all of us can say that. Or, like in my case, it's skipped every couple of generations. Which is not uncommon, by the way. Yes. So if your listeners are out there and go, oh, I think I'm the first first pagan in my family or the first magical spiritual person in my family that's that's okay that's fine that doesn't mean that you don't draw some kind of positive energy from your ancestors because some of the most powerful magic out there is if you know yourself and you know your ancestors and to that i say do some research on your ancestors Mm -hmm. and you may not find out because it's so hard to fucking find out. You mm-hmm. may not find out that they were in the spiritual realm or magical realm or whatever. Mm-hmm. But if you are feeling that, I can guarantee you that one of your ancestors also had the sight. Mm-hmm. Also was able to communicate. You may not know. You mm-hmm. may not ever know. Right. But if you have it, some people come across it from near-death experiences and things like that. Mm-hmm. But majority... If you have it, I'm pretty sure it was passed down. I knew I was a witch before I had my near-death experience, so... A lot of people experience it differently. Do you have to be connected by bloodline to experience the thinning of the veil? Fuck no. no. Fuck no. no. You just have to be able to feel energy. Mm -hmm. If you are feeling, how do I say, like you're vibrating, 
Mm. If you're feeling like two mag, two negative magnets put together think, and I they're fighting one another sometimes. Oh my God, that's, that's Is that makes, a good description? That's a great description. Okay. Like that is two, a great description. Like two negative magnets and they're, you know, how they bounce off one another. Mm-hmm. If you're feeling that... You are feeling the fucking lifting of the veil already. I just wish it wouldn't come with a headache. Oh, I'm sorry, love, but but we we all experience that those feelings differently, mm-hmm. right? Like some mm-hmm. people, when they start feeling that energy, they don't want to go anywhere. They don't want to do anything. Some people feel <laughs> some people feel very depressed when that comes on because I don't feel depressed, but I do feel burdened. I understand like, I like that they, because some the energy people, is so much. Some people feel depression with that because mm-hmm. they latch on. Well, not they latch on, but they are susceptible to the spirit realm latching their energies onto mm-hmm. them. And a lot of people do not pass in a positive fucking manner. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So yeah. these people on earth now are feeling that energy and just feeling that sadness, that overwhelming sadness of death right? that comes over them. Yeah. And they get depressed. So they don't leave their home. You know, some people feel it in anxiety, like, oh my God, there's something approaching, there's something approaching, something's going to happen. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. that too. A lot of people feel it in anger mm-hmm. because they don't understand what's going on. So it, the emotion that reacts mostly with their brain is anger because of fear. Mm-hmm. And we're talking about, just to be clear, because I think maybe we lost the thread just a little bit, that with the thinning of the veil at this time of the year... And the energy of your ancestors may be coming through. Yes. Maybe coming through. Not just your ancestors, by the but, way. Other ancestors yeah, it, as well. It could be the ancestors of the land that you occupy. Yes. It could be the ancestors of someone close to you. And, and they can't get through to that individual To that person, person. So they come to you because they right. know that you have a connection. Yeah. For sure. For and sure. You, and if you visit uh, the southeastern United States or the Caribbean or some places in Western Africa, ancestor magic is huge. Mm -hmm. It is huge. And that, the thinning of the veil time, everybody goes to to New Orleans during Mardi Gras. Let me tell you, if you go I want to go. I have not been. Go to the Black Hat Party. Are you kidding me? The Black Hat Society? That's on my fucking bucket list. I know. It's on mine too. We'll get there. Don't uh-huh. worry. I know. I we'll know. One of these days. <laughs> Gotta wait till your kids can stay home by themselves. <laughs> no, I need to wait until Grandma can come and be with my kids. And then Babe and I and you and Viking and our public can all meet in New Orleans and celebrate with the Black Hat Society and have a good fucking time. Yeah. That's what we need That'd to do. That would be great. Yes. That would be great. We'll get there. We'll get there. Full show. But that, the energy during that time down in Louisiana is is amazing. It's amazing. Well, I think that aspect of that entire place, the energy that is around there is just... Can you say Leila? Yeah, like I, 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 that's, I don't even care if I go there to party. I just want to go. Mm-hmm. I want to go. I want to sit in a cemetery. I want to go. I want to visit some of the old houses. I want to see the beautiful architecture. I just want to be there. Like, mm-hmm. my soul just wants to be there. Mm-hmm. I don't have to fucking do anything. I could sit in the middle of the damn street. I just want to be there and feel and consume the energy of the space. Yeah, my goddess, god statue that's on my altar, uh, I got in New Orleans. Mm. Yummy. Mm-hmm. 
Yummy, yeah. yummy. My daughter just went there for her birthday not too long ago. I was kind of jealous. <laughs> she got to go before I did. I was a little bit jealous. Yeah, but she lives so close. I know she That's does. Like a day trip for I her. I know, but still, I was like, bitch. <laughs> It's all good. It's all good. All right. So let's talk about, okay, so the lifting of the veil is all about connecting to spirit from the Mm -hmm. other side. We know that when the veil lifts, it is that one, well, actually twice a year, but when Mm -hmm. the veil lifts, it is the time in autumn that we can connect to spirits that have passed over Mm -hmm. and spirits walk among us at that time. So at that time, do not be surprised if certain things go missing around your house or if you smell certain things around Mm, your house mm -hmm. or if light bulbs just randomly fucking go out around your house Mm -hmm. or if the same song continuously comes on your radio or you keep singing the same time. Mm -hmm. All of these things mean something, especially around the lifting of the veil. Mm, mm -hmm. And a lot of times those are your ancestors trying to come through to you with message for sure. And it's, it's a very, I mean, all magic is very emotional. Mm. All ritual is very, very emotional, Mm. but ancestor magic has a layer of emotion to it that I would like to caution our listeners about because you may have been practicing like candle magic or herbology, alchemy kind of stuff, uh, crystal magic, what have you. And if you've never delved into ancestor magic, I kind of want to warn them, it's really emotional. It can yeah. be super, super emotional. It can be. Because truths will be revealed to you that you had no idea well, about. And, and not, be you may not shocking. be fucking ready for yeah. those truths. Exactly. Yeah, man. Exactly. There's an author out there, uh, Liam uh, Kalalan. God, I cannot. He wrote. He wrote the Cloud Atlas. In that, he also wrote this phrase that I think is very, very germane to ancestor magic, and that's we're all ghosts. Yeah. We all carry inside us people who came before you us. Bet your ass. And I don't think that he doesn't profess to be pagan or anything like that but he nailed it on the head as far as ancestor magic goes we carry all of that inside of us we carry history Mm -hmm. all of us carry history through our dna yeah exactly yes there is a memory there is a spiritual memory in dna that scientists are just starting to really delve into but as witches we already know it's bloodline through bloodline through bloodline. Yeah, yeah, yes. it is, it is. For sure. Bef- yes, before you do that ancestor magic, maybe do a little protection spell around you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, maybe call out, first of all, I I, I think I would do, I, I know my ancestor magic, but there's mm-hmm. always more shit to find out. But personally, I think that I would do a strength spell mm, yeah. to build my strength up because for depending whatever on your ancestry <laughs> there can be a lot of generational wounds yes that you will be hit with That's which is another way that depression attacks you exactly yeah. mm-hmm. so do that strength spell do that protection spell and then you know maybe in the strength spell say you know give me the strength to handle mm-hmm. and deal with and release mm-hmm. the past truths that mm-hmm. I may be faced with from my ancestors. Not only, by doing that, you're not only finding out the truths, but you're releasing the wounds mm-hmm. and the hurt 
-hmm. from your ancestors, therefore allowing them even more freedom, Mm -hmm. freedom to decide, okay, do I want to come back? Do I want to stay in the spirit realm? What do I want? Do I want to ascend even more? But not only that, you are allowing you that ascension Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because you're releasing those wounds. You're releasing those hurts, but you're also facing the truths and learning something about yourself right? and so, your family history. Right. And in my particular background, and for many people with European descent, we came here both to the United States, both willingly and unwillingly, had our hand in colonization in one way, one, one way or another. And there are different wounds to heal from that. You know, I, I had indentured servants in my background. I had slaves and slave owners in my background the part of my family tree is a product of the african slave trade or the diaspora as they call it and in indigenous people who were slaughtered by that and coming face to face with that doing ancestor magic can be really frightening to, yeah it can be really really frightening face. and and heartbreaking and you're like i didn't do that personally me Luna how, didn't do that i didn't do how could my family have done that right exactly yes not trying to politicize we were politicizing enough last week but facts are facts and you regardless of how you personally feel about the past you carry that with you and you your bet. ancestor magic will carry that with you and a really great thing to do is in your ancestor magic is to work on healing those past wounds and past wrongs and and the and way to heal healing. it is to acknowledge it exactly you, you that's need, where you have to start yes yeah. you need to acknowledge it you need to acknowledge those truths and then you heal it by releasing it with love this is not something that you personally did this mm-hmm. is something that one of your ancestors did or mm-hmm. didn't do release it with love and healing and therefore you heal yourself and you also heal the spirit of your ancestors as right. well so if it before you practice it do some research into your oh, genealogy God, yes, figure out where your matriarchal la- line is where your patriarchal line is you know do as much as you can for for a lot of us there's branches of my family tree that just stop like there's no way to find out about mm-hmm. it and um, what? They're not on social media? I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> so the history of those people play a pivotal role of what you may experience doing ancestor magic. And the other part of that is, you know, know your history, know yourself, and then understand that the dead have a mind of their own. Oh, yes. The spirits around your ancestry spirits have a mind of their own, and they may not play nice. No. No. They may not play nice, or not playing nice could mean they don't want to play at all, they play tricks on you, or they give you confusing messages, and you're like, what the fuck is that supposed to mean? I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. But the the point that as a country dweller you need to be aware of is you are responsible for whatever happens so play nice play responsibly play safe and be safe yes absolutely for sure i mean first rule is just play safe if you don't know what the fuck you're doing don't do it Mm -hmm. spend this year doing more research regarding your ancestry and the more research you do then next year you can maybe dive into a little bit of ancestry magic mm-hmm. knowing 
what you have to look forward to a little bit more. Yeah. And be aware too that there may be people in your ancestry who are not actually connected to you by blood and they may come through very, very strongly. You bet. Very, very Because strongly. they have such a strong energy. Right. Exactly. Yes. And likely those very positive connections, you know, like there was a neighbor lady in my very young life and she lived alone and was kind of not really outcast, but she was kind of outcast because she had a different faith and she was a, a widower and she had, you know, maybe one too many cats or what have you. <laughs> But she was the kindest woman, and she comes through whenever I do my ancestry magic, and I very much is like a protector for me to make sure that some of the more negative aspects of my ancestry do not come through when I'm doing that work. I just want to make our listeners aware if they're exploring this and they want to look into it, those are kind of some things you need to know yourself, know what your background is be prepared so Mm -hmm. do those protection and strength spells and then understand that nothing may happen or a whole lot may happen yes so and it's a process kind of thing like the first time you sit down to do it and call on your ancestors for energy or guidance or what have you you might not feel a whole lot different but the more that you do it the more they listen because all i can do is theorize that If I was on the other side and, say, my great-granddaughter called me, I may want to wait and see if she's for real before I... And she's not just playing around. You may want to play voyeur for a minute. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, that's kind of how I operate. Yeah, you Scorpios do that quite a bit. We we check things out first. We do a recon I know. You do. You do. You really do. Like, it's no bullshit. You'd be like... What you want? I, I'm I would. <laughs> I'm like, I go up to strangers. Hey, how you doing? I'm, Christi- I'm Marilyn. It's nice to meet you. What's going on today? Where are you going? Why are you doing that? I don't know. Give me an answer. That's why everyone thinks we are such an odd combination. Because like, you're like all chitty chatty and I'm just standing there going. Right? And I ask the questions that people look at me like, oh my God, did you really ask that person that question? Because it's like so diving into their soul. And I'm like, yes, that's why I asked that question. Mm -hmm. One of the things that I do when I do my ancestry magic is I, I do the strength, I do the protection. The way I see my protection is I allow positive messages to come to me for for the path of my best and highest good, right? And I envision like this white cloud enveloping me completely, like a cloud from the sky. Mm-hmm. And it's beautiful white protective mm-hmm. energy. I like that. that. Right? Like you're dancing mm-hmm. in a cloud. Yeah. And I mean, we can go out into my backyard and dance in the fog just the same way. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And any negative aspect that wants to communicate with me bounces off of that cloud just bounces like I don't push them away like I'm not knocking them into the fucking universe like nothing like that it bounces off that cloud and goes back into the spiritual realm the one thing I will tell you is even when I'm doing that and I get these wonderful messages from my ancestors from my whole group of guardians that I have around me sometimes I get names of different people that come through. Mm-hmm. Those names sometimes are not connected to positive past people. Mm. And sometimes those past people are not necessarily my ancestors. Mm. It's just mm-hmm. names that happen to come through. 
So I don't get messages from those people. It's almost like my, my guides and my guardians are telling me a name to research. And then so I'll research that name and I shit you not, I will meet a person that is involved somehow or was involved, family involved with that person's name that I get. Just know you're not always going to get messages just from your ancestors. They're not always going to be just about your ancestors. The most important thing is to open yourself to receiving message, but surrounding yourself in that positive, protective light mm -hmm. the entire time. The lifting of the veil doesn't only let your ancestors through. It lets spirits through to mm -hmm. walk with you, to yeah. walk near you. Put up your protective boundary. Let the messages in. For best and highest good. Right. Maybe messages. Yeah. Best maybe messages good. from your ancestors. Maybe messages for somebody that you meet two years from now wow. that was connected to that person. I'm not going to remember something from two years ago. Well, you got to write like, it down. Well, I don't write down everything. I, if I, you're, that's all I'd be doing. Like, If you're going to receive a message then you're going to remember it because it's a message that you're fucking receiving. You well, see sometimes I get bits and pieces though. That's, that's the problem. And that's something I'd want to caution our listeners about is sometimes it's kind of like a dream. Sometimes dealing with the spirit realm and when the veil is thinning and doing ancestor magic. And sometimes you may, you know, and we talked about this a couple of weeks ago, you may just get a word mm -hmm. and, and a name. And then you're supposed to connect the dots after that. So, yeah, maybe from two years from now, I may understand the image or the word or the name, and it may come to me. But I don't write everything down, and that's probably a failing on my part. Probably because if it's not complete, I feel like, hey, I got stuff to do in my life. <laughs> and I'm writing all the time. I mean, that's how I make my living. I'm a writer. I'm an editor. And when I'm, a lot of times when I'm doing my rituals or I'm meditating, what have you, riding the hedge, it's kind of like downtime and free time for me. So I'm not necessarily going to write it down. Now, the stuff that's most powerful, that goes in my book of shadows. I write that stuff down. But when I get like fragments and things like that, I don't necessarily remember it. Sometimes it will be organic and I'll be like, oh, that's what that meant. You know, like when we figured out that I took all my protection boundaries down that's why <laughs> i was having some uncomfortable <laughs> visitations but i can be a lazy witch sometimes there's you know there's no two ways around it but i want to caution everybody that you have to be you have to be ready to do this kind of magic you should be ready to do any kind of magic uh, of course yeah. but this in particular can be super super powerful and super super unsettling and the, but it can also be super, super educational absolutely. and help you ascend to a completely different level from where you are right now. Because a lot of people say, I don't know who I am because I don't know where I came from. That's absolutely true. And understanding where you come from can sometimes solidify making sure that you know who you are. Another time it can just open up more questions and say, well, crap, now I know who I am even less. So it's a process, it, and that's my point, is that it may take a couple of few times, years, before this type of magic produces your best and highest good. I hear that, and I understand what you're saying. I think that I look at it just a little bit differently mm -hmm. because of the way I approach 
people mm-hmm. living, sure, I approach spirit the same way. Like, hey, I'm inquisitive. Like, I swear I'm a fucking cat. You know, like, <laughs> and I'm more of a dog. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, I am inquisitive, and not I'm, that kind of dog. Damn it! And I'm, I'm gonna, a wolf. That's yeah, what it right? is. I'm more like a wolf. <laughs> and I am going to ask you those questions that really get down into the marrow of the bone because that's where I like to be. Mm-hmm. And so when I'm finding more out about my ancestry, I understand what you're saying as sometimes it can leave you feeling as, oh my God, I'm fucking lost even more because I don't understand even mm-hmm. more. But to me, it just gives me, I look at it as another door Mm, to mm-hmm. open up to sure. go and explore. Absolutely. So it kind of excites me a little bit because I'm like, ooh, another realm to go and venture into. So I, I just look at it d- a little bit differently than mm-hmm. you do. But I get I get what you're saying because when I first see it, I can feel a little bit overwhelmed. Like, wow, these are a whole branch of new things that are coming at me. Mm-hmm. But then I have to open up a different part of my mind and just say, oh, these are a whole new branch of things coming at me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's it's just, I don't know. It's just, I'm just a fucking, I, I, that's what I do, dude. <laughs> I don't know. So I w- we would really like if our listeners would go to our website at countrydwellers.com and under this episode for October 20th, tell us your experience with Ancestor Magic. Yes. How it's helped you, how it's maybe provided confusion or where you ran into any kind of hurdles or problems. What what programs have you used to find out more about your ancestry? Mm-hmm. Like they have Ancestry.com, they have a DNA one. What's another one? Oh, I don't even know. Yeah, so tell Family us. Family Bibles. What yes. <laughs> tell us. A book of tell shadows. Tell us, you know, if, you, if you've really dug into ancestry via that way, I want to know how. Mm-hmm. I want to know which software worked best for you. Magic-wise, what was your favorite magical ancestry moment? Yeah, that'd be great. That would be great. Yeah, for sure. And what are we going to talk about next week? Um, Sigils? Oh, yes. We're talking about creating your own Samhain sigil. Yes. And the history behind sigils and how every sigil is belongs to its owner. Mm-hmm. Because its owner dictates its meaning. Also want everybody to pay attention to Facebook and Instagram and Twitter because we have announced who won the, the tarot. tarot. Deck. Yes, that's right. That's right. Because we did extend it until October 8th. Mm-hmm. And then we finally got a, win- a winner. So awesome. All right. I think that's it for today, yeah? Yes. Thank you for spending this time with us. Go in peace, love, and light. The circle is open, but unbroken. Until we meet again, my darlings, merry part and blessed be. You've been listening to the Country Dwellers Podcast. You can find us here each and every Saturday. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, as well as on the web at countrydwellers.com. Thanks for listening. Blessed be. Thank you.